When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, Senior. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound on this little Friday. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Gary Shapley. The whistleblower from the IRS. Oh, not the guy through the perfect game. Co-general manager, Domingo German. Domingo is an IRS whistleblower. Correct. And Gary Shapley threw a perfect audit. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Dada. Fantastic. Dada. Good group of people. Big finish here. The music is getting me ready for the show. That and Life Boost Coffee. Life Boost Coffee and this music from Doc Severinsen and the Night Show Band is what's getting me prepared to entorm for the next four hours. You know, speaking of coffee, some scientists are claiming that that boost you get from your first cup of coffee in the morning is entirely psychological. Well, of course it is. I think of course it is. Entirely, uh, how immediate it hits you, and I and I can uh, I can attest to this as a drinker. Back when I was a drinker, I would get I'd start to get that oh my god, yes I love to drink feeling before there was any chance the alcohol had done anything. Mm. Putting the putting it to my lips, it had already started. So I do think now that, I now I feel bad because the scientist who told me that I punched him, <laughs> told him to mind his own business and give me my coffee. He was holding um, it away from me, saying, you don't actually need this. You don't need this. And so I slugged him. So I uh, I assume you watched the whole interview with that IRS whistleblower? I did indeed, Gary Shapley. What's, yeah. what's your takeaway, your overall he a, takeaway? 
he is a dead serious man. The just uh, Department of Justice absolutely inf- interfered with the investigation into the flow of money into and through the Biden family, without a doubt. Yeah, the guy comes off to me as very uh, believable and earnest, um, and I'd be there. There are various people on re- in Republican stories sometimes that just seem like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> uh, or or Democrats. That, that, you know, just sometimes people in these stories. They come off to me as as, as uh, either screwballs or um, slimy or whatever. This guy is not that in, in no. any way. He doesn't seem interested in politics, uh, <laughs> and and he just he just couldn't figure out why the procedures that they'd usually u- use weren't being allowed to be used in this case. Yeah, he's a very serious man, and he mostly gives off a feeling of sadness and disgust. I'm sure he's not digging the position he's in. Where he's all of a sudden being interviewed on national television shows. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, going to get hauled in front of Congress and grilled with, 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 with people yelling at him and trying to make him seem like he's a screwball or a partisan. At some point, yeah, some that's sort of monster. Yeah. At some yeah. point, there's going to be an attempt to turn him into a monster. Yeah, Gerald Nadler will accuse him of some sort of horrors and try to tar, him, tar his character. Oh, can you imagine... The efforts that are being made right now by just random people or paid operatives to go through every bit of social media or every newspaper clipping for everywhere he's ever lived, anything that could discredit him. Sure. Probably asking neighbors, acquaintances, everywhere he's ever lived. Hey, you ever observe him? I don't know, drunk in public or did he ever break the law? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if he had a, uh, you know, got into a a fight with a girlfriend 40 years ago, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. If they can dig that up on the guy. Because this is a big deal. This is not a minor deal. I'm amazed by the number of people on the Twitter and the text line. Or why are you guys still talking about this? This is Watergate level huge. This is huge. Yeah, I would suggest between the uh, the original crime involved and the size of the cover-up, it, uh, it dwarfs Watergate. The main thing being, um, the, the main provable thing being that it would seem that the Justice Department had to be at the behest of the president, wasn't pursuing this IRS case like they normally do, which would be obstruction of justice. Is that, Am I right? Yeah, indeed. Uh, to compare it with Watergate, when Nixon and his cronies went to the Justice Department and said, hey, you got to do this and that, the DOJ said no. And then Nixon, uh, you know, fired one person, tried to hire another, and uh, and and the DOJ resisted staunchly. The DOJ in this uh, uh, situation appears to have said, "Yeah, sure, we'll do that for you." Now, a different angle to this: I was listening to uh, a podcast yesterday with some legal people. the The stuff about uh, Hunter, I'm sitting here with my dad, send us the money. Nobody's sure where a crime would be on that. It could certainly be be oogie enough politically that it turns people off. Same as with the Trump story. There's the legal aspect, and then there's the political aspect, because these people are trying to get elected to something. Mm -hmm. But he was out of office at that time. Not necessary that there was any crime committed by Hunter Biden saying, hey, my dad is a powerful man and knows lots of people. Yeah, it's 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 just a data point in establishing that they had a long time family business of uh, selling access and influence to foreign entities, particularly and purely coincidentally, 
those foreign countries where Joe Biden had uh, extensive responsibilities under Obama, extensive contacts, that sort of thing. Well, these particular lawyers that I was listening to, um, they seem to think unless you can come up with a case or two where it seems really odd that Joe Biden signed off on this or voted against that in, 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 you know, in opposition to what his politics seem to be. It's going to be hard to nail him down. It's kind of similar to the Clarence Thomas uh, Alito Supreme Court stuff that's going on right now. Okay, you're making all these claims about them having rich friends who, you know, they traveled with. Show us a case where Clarence Thomas didn't do the pure originalist thing that he always does on every other case. Right. Um, right. If they can't come up with a situation where Joe Biden didn't vote or lean the same direction he normally leans, it's going to be pretty hard. Well, far from the first time, uh, James Comer has stepped to the plate and uh, taken a big swing. The Kentucky Republican who heads up the House Oversight Committee is claiming in the New York Post, he actually was doing an interview uh, on a New York radio station, but he claims um, members of President Biden's family may have accepted in excess of $40 million from foreign nationals in exchange for favorable policy decisions and said his panel has identified, quote, six specific policy decisions where Biden took actions that indicate he may have been, quote, compromised. Now, the devil is in the details there. Has There's Comer vagueness enough vagueness in there? I'd have to see the particulars. Has any of the stuff this Comer guy claimed? Has he ever come through with the tapes or the documents yet? Uh, uh, everything he said about the whistleblower Gary Shapley is a hundred percent true. Uh huh. Okay. Before we um, start the show officially, can we? And I feel a little bad that we didn't do this yesterday. Can we bow our heads for just a moment for Madonna? who collapsed on stage two days ago and was in ICU with a tube down her throat. She's she's America's Princess Di. What now? Madonna collapsed. Well, yeah, I heard about that, and I'm sorry she's sick. No, not she's sure. a popular singer for a while. <laughs> I wish her well. I hope she gets better you, soon. I don't, I don't, you have more emotion toward it than I do. Um well, I'm not going to so, mock her for being in the ICU. I mean, that's terrible. Well, if this were 1991, I'd be claiming it's phony, and it's just publicity for the fact that, that every story included preparing for her new tour. And she was back in the day. She was a you know she invented the Kardashian thing of getting attention. Mm-hmm. She was the best ever. Uh, but now I think she's just an old lady. <laughs> I think she's a sick old lady. Who <laughs> wasn't ready to do all that exercising in the heat. Oh, boy. Um, let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be? It can't possibly be true that it is Thursday, June 29th, year 2023, taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show officially then. Uh, according to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at Mark. Grounded to third. There have only been 24 since the late 1800s? Yeah, oddly enough, there were like three in two years back in 2011, 2012, and then there hasn't been one for 11 years. Yeah, I remember, I think we were talking at the time, everybody was talking about, you know, something with uh, the steroids or the baseball or something had happened. Clearly was out of whack, but it must have got back in whack or something. 
Well, it just it took a Domingo Herman to seize the moment and bring back the perfect game. What I, I don't know that guy. Uh, what team is that? He is with the uh, damned Yankees. Oh, was the, I not the, mid-sentence, Michael? The, uh, yeah. Did I appear not to be? Was I, I, I speaking excited. as the co-host? Was I speaking or not? Perhaps we could go back to the tape. <laughs> yes, the Yankees, and uh, he got booed off the mound in his last start, and they were playing the hapless and lowly Oakland A's. The Yankees, you get a perfect game, and it has to be with the flipping Yankees. Put a dollar in the square jar, Michael. Yeah, wow. Plus, anti-Yankee. Yeah, but, oh, come on. The Yankees, really? America's team. Come on. Some plucky little team from a small, like, give me a Milwaukee Brewer or something. They're on a perfect game. Yankees. Sorry, I can't help you. How does Melbag look? Oh, it's, it's fine. It's good. Awesome. Uh, we have much to talk about. We'll play you some clips from that IRS whistleblower. See if you find him, uh, if he sounds credible to you. He sure does to me. This is a problem, man. Although, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm paying a lot of attention to how the other media is following it, because that's when it changes. MSNBC opened with another replay of the Trump tapes and discussing it again. So wow. they're hanging on to that <laughs> story for day three. Not that that's not a big story, but... Three days of that, as opposed to mentioning the fact that you got an Irish whistleblower with a lot of interesting information. So, there Will you 2024 be the first election in American history where two elderly inmates are running against each other? <laughs> Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So yesterday the world found out our president needs a breathing machine to stay alive at night. <laughs> That's an exciting way to put it. Or Wow. <laughs> or he wears the same contraption my mom wears, and she's fine, so. To help deal with sleep apnea, yeah. I like that first one, though. That was something. You could write for the tabloids. Uh, I'll go with that you ever one. ever get tired of this gig? Our president needs a breathing machine to stay alive at night. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Again, Thomas Jefferson, as we make our way toward Independence Day. This is, you know... This is not political at all, but uh, somebody I care about just experienced a setback. It's one of those uh, hurdles that must be jumped over on the way to success. And uh, Jefferson said, nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Mm. That's a very old and commonly expressed uh, sentiment. And yet it's ignored by large swaths of the population. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you can look at it as a, uh, a hurdle on uh, a natural hurdle on the way to success. I always look at it for myself, a uh, an, another indication that I'm headed toward homelessness. That's what hmm. I usually look at it for myself. That's one. Well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw in this one as we move uh, toward Independence Day. Timid men prefer the calm of despotism to the tempestuous sea of liberty. Give me the old TS, the tempestuous sea, huh? As for me and mine, mailbag. Drop us a note, would you? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Rick from Wyoming writes, Guys, recently got back from a vacation out to California. Trying to figure out how to put words to my experience. During our week-long tour of Northern California, my family enjoyed nice weather, plentiful fresh fruits and vegetables, awesome scenery, and a ton of history. What we didn't enjoy was seeing homeless people out in places they shouldn't be, trash strewn everywhere, high prices for everything, feeling unsafe at a family area due to junkies yelling at nobody in particular, smelling pot instead of nature, and seeing young children who were experiencing the homeless lifestyle. Why in the world would Gavin Newsom think he deserves the presidency in 2024? <clears throat> Take care of your own state. Uh, my kids get a first-hand lesson at what progressive politics can do to a state. I'd say now that we know about Joe Biden's CPAP machine, it's more likely Gavin Newsom is going to be the leading candidate for the Democrats. And so, yes, the whole how is California doing will be on the front burner. Well, and to that end, uh, it's funny. We got this note from uh, oh, uh, Al Anonymous. doesn't matter. Um, their friend in Virginia got this letter uh, in their or email in their inbox. In just a moment, I'm going to make ask you to make a contribution directly to the Virginia Democratic Party. Please give me a chance to explain why this request is so important. And then the letter goes into details about the fight for the soul of Virginia's politics and the state house is critical to America. Blah blah blah. So please give to the Virginia Democratic Party. Signed, Gavin Newsom. 
He is so running for president. That's what you do. You raise money for people around the country so they owe you and think favorably of you. Trey Ovs. Moving along. David wants to know, if according to Johns Hopkins, lesbians are non-men attracted to other non-men, uh, how do they describe gay men? Non-women. Wait, non-women. Nope, damn it, you can't say the W word. That's right. The progressives are trying to erase women from mankind. How interesting. And on the same theme, Steve wants to know, the National Organization for Women, now that there's apparently no such thing as a woman, are they going to change their name to the National Organization for Non-Men? National Organization for Menstruating Persons? Birthing Persons? Uterine Americans? <laughs> and he mentions that now appears to be on Team Trans, if you go to their webpage. Uh, moving along. Army recruiting. recruiting. This was cool. Brian in Kansas City. I was an army recruiter in the 2000s uh, in a very wealthy area of Kansas City. The Fahrenheit 9-11 documentary and American self-hatred in school had already begun. Uh, most of the kids I talked to could afford to go to any college they want, etc. I was very successful. I used the strategy the Marines use. Instead of begging people to join, I was one of the highest producers by challenging the kids, letting them know you might not qualify. Ah, and even one. fewer would be able to complete the training. Uh, can you take it? I often challenge kids to push-up or pull-up contest, and they'd have to talk to me about the Army if I beat them. I enlisted over 200 young men and women, almost all of them willing to do combat arms jobs. Uh, raise the bar! Yeah, that's interesting. I, I absolutely believe the making it easier to get in is give it, getting you less recruits as people feel like they're not doing anything special or interesting. It's amazing how obvious it is when you raise the bar for people, how they strive to reach it. And if you lower it, they strive to just be good enough. We'll hear from that IRS whistleblower, among other things on the way. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. Well, that's quite the lifestyle. Yeah, that's a little bit of the Iris whistleblower. That was from CBS, actually. we got a lot more on that coming up in just a second, and then a little bit of analysis from a variety of uh, quarters on that. Um, exercising too hard is bad for your health. I've been hanging on to the story for a long time because it's what keeps me from doing any exercise. Uh, is the uh, Did we learn a big thing yesterday about the president's health when he showed up with marks on his face? And everybody started talking about it and asking questions. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but we should get into that. Okay. All right. Uh, So the gigantic history-making story before us is that the Justice Department seems to have interfered with a legitimate tax investigation into the Biden family. And not once and not in a small way, but in a systematic way over a long period of time. And that's especially important because, among the other things we're going to get clues to, is the fact that there was a tremendous amount of money flowing to the Biden family, then through a couple of dozen LLCs and uh, family members including some who've never claimed to have any role in uh, energy or law firms or anything like that in a way that looks remarkably like A, money laundering, and B, tax evasion. Gary Shapley was a senior investigator for the IRS for a number of years. He was an investigator before that for quite some time, very well thought of and, and given serious responsibilities like doing the tax investigation into the son of a president. And at one point, he became so disgusted and so convinced that the inter- the uh, investigation was getting interfered with, he became a whistleblower. He sought whistleblower status and came forward. So yeah, that's the background. I thought, I don't know if these clips include that, but him talking about, uh, the, the, you know, they reached my red line, and then another whistleblower had a different red line, but then they reached that guy's red line on this is too much. Indeed, yeah. Uh, Let's start with 32. This is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America. Mr. Weiss had, in fact, more authority than a special counsel would have. He had and has complete authority, as I said, to bring a case anywhere he wants in his discretion. Weiss is the federal uh, prosecutor in Maryland under whom the tax investigation was working. They were going to have him file the charges. So he has complete authority, according to Merrick Garland. Hit us with 30. 
This is a moment in which your, the Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, according to you, had made this disclosure on October 7th, 2022, meeting with top IRS and FBI officials, saying what? So I was there and I witnessed this personally. And he started with, he's not the deciding person on whether or not charges are filed or not. Not the deciding person on whether charges are filed with Hunter Biden. That's correct. Who was? So ultimately this, if you follow the path of where the venue leads you, they went to the DC US Attorney's Office in March of 2022, and they presented this case to them. So roll on, Michael. Next one. That's earth-shattering news. Um, it's a Biden-appointed D.C. U.S. Attorney, Matthew Graves, would not allow him to charge in his district. So I didn't learn that fact until October 7th of 2022, so looking back to March of 2022. And that's when David Weiss, in October 7th, 2022, said that the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office had will not allow us to charge there. And then he added that he would request special he requested special counsel authority and was denied in that meeting. I even had him repeat that because I knew how important that fact was and I wanted to make sure I understood it. So for technical reasons that aren't worth getting into, uh, Weiss in Delaware needed to charge, file the charges in the Washington, D.C. office and D.C. said, no, we're not going to let you. And Weiss then appealed to the DOJ for special counsel status so he could go above his head and do the prosecutions he thought were appropriate. And they said, no, you're not getting that. Just be quiet. Um, how about the investigation itself? Was that allowed to go forward in normal fashion? Clip 33. When we received the, the attorney-client filter-reviewed copy of, of information from the search warrant to Apple, which produced that document, we went back to the uh, prosecutors and we requested to take various investigative steps and they were not supported uh, and that and when they weren't supported they said well maybe he wasn't co-located with him so well we we can take investigative steps to uh talk to about to see if that happened right. and they didn't support anything uh in relation to that to that effort and it's consistent with their ongoing theme of 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 not allowing us to pursue or ask questions about president biden the big guy there's uh, that needed more context than than you had. I apologize for that. Um, he makes the point early in the interview, something I said the other day, but he filled it in because he does it for a living. An IRS investigation is an investigation of where the money came from, where it flowed and where it went. If you're investigating tax evasion, tax fraud, that sort of thing. And they were continually told, no, you're not going to ask about that money that flowed in that direction. Don't even ask the questions. And they were flabbergasted because this guy does this for a living. And this is from the party and the administration that's constantly howling about the rich paying their fair share. and Too many fat cats getting away with not paying their taxes. That's hilarious. It is hilarious. So in this clip, Shapley's talking about a, uh, a search warrant. They became aware that Hunter's financial records were in a storage unit, and they were sure there was evidence there, and they wanted to go search it. And here's what happened in 34. Transitioning into another uh, search warrant was on a storage unit in Northern Virginia. And during the day of action on December 8th of uh, 2020, we got updated information that said that records were in that location that were, uh, you know, that would be evidence in this uh, particular investigation. And the prosecutors initially 
were supportive of it and an affidavit was drafted the night of December 8th, 2020 to go forward for approval. Eventually the prosecutors decided they didn't support it, so I called U.S. Attorney David Weiss with my senior executive on the phone and we said, you know, we, we needed to execute this search warrant. They, uh, he responded that the prosecutors didn't want to and I asked if in 30 days if that storage unit wasn't accessed and that was the deadline for the document request that was served on that day, then we can execute the search warrant and he agreed to that. And no sooner had gotten off the phone um, with David Weiss had we learned that the prosecutors were informing defense counsel of that storage unit and the evidence that existed there. So it completely ruined our chance to uh, to access those unfettered. So they let Hunter know they're coming for your papers, you better move them. Yes. Yeah. Clean out that storage unit. Wow. That is unfreaking believable. And this guy is testifying to all this stuff under oath in front of Congress. He's not just doing interviews with Brett Baer. Moving along, well, and he makes clear it's frustrating, but it's kind of a repeat that uh, we'll, he said, we'll never know what was inside that storage unit, and we were sure there was evidence there. Uh, let's see. Um, God, Hunter Biden's lifestyle sounds tiring. I mean, you got, yeah, I'd say. you're getting updated on, you get better move those papers out of that building because uh, the IRS is on to you. Oh, you're, uh, that stripper in Oklahoma's on the phone, says so she's pregnant. Um, your drug dealer's calling. Uh, hey, the police found a gun, say it's registered to you. I mean, just all that stuff would be very, very tiring. Yeah, the Ukrainians called and they're pissed. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that one. More on tipping off of the Biden family by the Justice Department. Coming up after a quick word from our friends at MyPillow.com. They're running this crazy massive closeout sale on their all-season slippers. Jack, I know you're a stickler for many layers on your slippers. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. Super comfortable, very durable. Yep, I like seven-layer burritos and four-layer slippers. That's just the way I roll. Right now, if you use the promo code Getty, you can get these all-season slippers for 25 bucks. They're regularly about 150 so that's over $120 in savings. Now, you're limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They will sell out, so go get your 10 pair. Yeah, I I remember I first slipped them on and thought, wow, these are like shoe-quality slippers. Uh, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square. Uh, that's right, Radio Listener Square, to grab a pair of all-season slippers for $25. They're regularly almost $150, limited, again, as Jack said, uh, to 10 pairs of checkout. Promo code Getty, G-E-T-T-Y. So you go to MyPillow.com, use the Radio Listener Square, and enter the promo code Getty. So that's funny. You know, I was stumbling, fumbling, bumbling. I realized I developed the habit uh, uh, as a little kid of like getting real close to what I'm reading. And and now my eyes don't work like that, but I'm still holding stuff too close to read. I'm old. I need to hold it away. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. It's just a habit, a physical habit of leaning into what I'm reading. But most people just start holding stuff further and further away by... You know, naturally, because it helps you focus. But you, well, of course, yeah. You go ahead and keep her up close. It's inexplicable. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. So they did research. Now this is prior to yesterday's interview, I'm sure. But fewer than fifty percent of CNN and MSNBC viewers are aware of key issues around this whole Hunter Biden thing. Less than half their audience. Mm-hmm. So uh, that makes it hard to get the scandal going. Yeah, it'll take a while, but this one's so big and unavoidable. All right, on the theme of tipping off the target of an investigation, 36, Michael. That happened in interviews as well. 
as far as sharing information before they happened? So in December 8th, 2020, we finally were going over in this investigation after several uh, delays, which of course uh, we were waiting until after the election to, to execute this at the direction of, of, of the prosecutors and U.S. Attorney Weiss on this case. So we eventually did a day of action where we were approaching the subject and, and several other witnesses. We had a plan to, of what, how we were going to approach Hunter Biden that morning and ultimately we found out that the night before um, I was told the FBI headquarters contacted Secret Service and the transition team and told them of the pending action the next day. So ultimately I don't know how it affected uh, uh, the, the witnesses but there was clear opportunity for them to be tipped off before we even approached them. That is something I'd say. I'd say it's dirty stuff. We have a minute. Yeah, we have another minute. This stuff I want to get to this segment. Uh, go ahead with 37. It's pretty self-explanatory. All right, I'm just going to read from this. I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Seems kind of cut and dry. Yes, and the importance of that WhatsApp message is that as an IRS criminal investigator, we need to understand all the, the financial flows of money. We're working, working an investigation on Hunter Biden. And we're trying to assess an act, true and accurate tax assessment for him. So if there is, is money that's going elsewhere, whether it's President Biden or elsewhere, we need to follow the investigative steps to, uh, to ensure that happens. And they were just not allowed in this particular investigation. And there's one more bit of detail in the next clip Michael Lynn will discuss. And as far as following the money, did you get that far down the investigative track? Concerning Hunter Biden, I feel like we have a very good grasp on, on the income flows. Yes. And is it millions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was around $8.3 million in from 2014 to 2019. Wow. He is a so, successful businessman. Here's the significance of this, because I think people have been looking at that whole threatening my dad sitting next to me uh, message uh, on its own and assessing its significance on its own. You have the target of a criminal tax investigation saying in writing, my dad is my partner. He wants the money. And so do I. You need to send it to us. And when the IRS goes to say, to, to determine, okay, is this true? Is that the way the money was flowing as he claimed in writing? They're told by the Justice Department, you don't even ask that question. That's the significance of it. Not whether that Snapchat or whatever WhatsApp proves anything on its own, but it's absolutely a legitimate investigative uh, clue. A little more on this and discussion about it, and you can text uh, any thoughts, questions, Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And as far as the president's involvement in that? So that's kind of the crux of, of one of the issues here is that we weren't allowed to ask questions about dad 
We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to in include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants. So, um, you know, we were precluded from following that line of questioning. So in a normal IRS investigation, like if I got a bunch of money coming in and my taxes don't match up with the income I've got, and they come across some paperwork that I reference someone, whatever my nickname is for them, mm-hmm. big guy, corn pop, Jimmy, J- Jimmy, J- Jimmy, Jojo, whatever, they're going to want to Dumbass, know, that would be me. They're going to want to know who that is. doesn't have to be president of the United States. They just want to know right. who that is because that person might owe taxes. Right. right. And, and if there's also a chance that you'll, you're an unregistered foreign agent, for instance... And you say, hey, Joe is here with me, and he says we got to have that money or we'll hold a grudge. Yeah, the IRS is going to want to know, wait a minute, who's Joe? What's his involvement in this? And the idea that, hey, 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 that's out of bounds in a tax investigation is the opposite of standard operating procedure. I mean, it's the polar opposite of what they're supposed to do. Coming up, South Koreans are two years younger than they were on Tuesday. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Stay tuned for hour two. Hit us with clip number 40, Michael. Are you convinced, looking back at this now, that this was an effort to protect President Biden and his family? Uh, I mean, we were conducting an investigation of Hunter Biden, and we were trying to follow the normal process. We were trying to get to the bottom of it, and ultimately, you know, if it was going to lead to another individual, you know, we should follow that to uh, to determine what is actually happening. Um, but you know, there were definitely hindrances that I've never seen before in my 14 years concerning this investigation that didn't allow us to follow through on investigation of uh, of, of of any other individual to include President Biden. He goes into some detail about where the money came from, from China, Ukraine, Romania, um, and that uh, there was an incident where uh, they were told to wait, 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 and then the statute of limitations expired while they were waiting to uh, Mm. investigate one other aspect of this. Um, And then the fact that uh, the taxes were paid off. Hunter paid the taxes. He addresses that in 42. For the people who say, well, yeah, listen, he paid the back taxes and it's it's all done. He, it's passed. Sure. Well, to say he paid is a misnomer, right? Because it was a individual, Patrick Morris, that he met at a campaign finance event. And then he immediately starts giving Hunter Biden money to pay off tax debts, to pay living expenses. The money that was that was given to Hunter Biden by Morris was showed up on his tax returns as a loan to him. So when you have a person that you meet at a campaign finance event, then he's all, all, all of a sudden given you millions of dollars and now it's a loan to you. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that the, the, the subject paid those taxes. Right, and that's a terrible job by the media over the last several weeks to say Hunter Biden has paid back his, his taxes. When it was this Hollywood mogul guy that paid off $2.2 million. The fact that he met him at a campaign finance event? so they're He's not a even, campaign donor. That's what he is. So they're not even old friends. It's like, oh, wow. Right. Michael, squeeze in 43. Is there criminal implications in what you were investigating when it comes to Hunter Biden? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the most substantive uh, uh, felony charges were, were left off the table. Which would have been what? 
which would have been uh, evasion for 14, false return for 18, and 2019. More on the way. Stay tuned. So dead to rights on multiple felonies. Those were pushed off the table, and he pled out to a couple little misdemeanors. Yeah. Wow. Duh, I hope the media sinks their teeth into this. It's just interesting, for one thing. Yep. Uh, we got a lot more on this and other things on the way. If you missed an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.